listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Hey, just relax, amigo. You want to talk? We'll talk. I'm a sucker for good conversation. I don't want to talk to you. Now you bring in the television cameras in here now. Come on, bring it in. Can't do that. Why? I don't deal with psychos. I put him away. I ain't no psycho, man. I'm a hero. You're looking at a fucking hunter. I'm a hero of the new world. You're a disease. And I'm the cure. Die! Drop it! Welcome, everyone, to My Bleeding Ears podcast. This is episode number 57. Unfortunately, Jessalyn will not be here with us, but I have another guest to replace her. Well, I can't really ever replace her, but ever. to fill in for the day, it is my buddy Kevin Clem from the uh, 8-Bit Geek podcast. Yeah, hi, everybody. And hey, also, uh, I will say I cannot, I cannot replace Jessalyn whatsoever. And especially with her bone, or her bone-in wings recipe, can't oh. be touched. Oh, it can't be touched. Those are just the best wings ever, and oh, uh, best Bloody Marys bone. too. Yes, very good Bloody Marys. I miss that too. We gotta next time I'm in Chicago, we'll have to revisit both of those. <laughs> yeah, wings, wings and fucking <laughs> Bloody, Bloody Marys. Hell yeah. Let's eat those all day and fucking puke red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, the holidays <laughs> are upon us. Have you watched any nice holiday movies so far this year? I mean, nice is relative because, like, I mean, obviously I revisit the classics. Like, you know, Christmas Carol shows, like, a million times a day. So I use whether I like it or not, I'm watching that. Um, Wayne's World. Or not Wayne's World. What am I saying? Wayne's World. Uh, Home Alone. (laughs) Yeah, I watched Yeah, Home Alone's where it's at. I mean, Wayne's World, it could be used any time of the year, let's say. (laughs) Celebrate Christmas with Wayne's World. Um also, I haven't got around watching Die Hard yet, but you know that Die Hard's another one of my like yep. yearly. I will always visit this movie. But otherwise, we were at eight bit. We were almost going to do a bunch of Hallmark movies. Thankfully, we were <laughs> smarter than that this year. Yeah, the uh, Christmas Puppy was not available this year. I guess. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what we did? Yeah, we just we just didn't, we didn't do anything. Thankfully. <laughs> for our for ourselves, it was our own little vacation. So we haven't watched any really bad Christmas movies. What about you? Okay. Uh, well, we're saving Die Hard for Christmas Day, I believe, and 
We're going to save the Joe Bob Briggs marathon on Shudder that they're going to have on Friday. We're going to save that for uh, the Christmas Eve, actually. Now, does Shudder have like a – are they just still using their web app or did they actually make like an Xbox or a PlayStation yeah. application? Uh, uh, PS4, I don't think – I don't believe there's one. But on my app, um, Amazon Fire Stick, there is – the app is available on there. Okay. And, yeah, they just stream it and – yeah, you watch the whole thing, man. Nice. I had Shutter like a while ago because I got it from when we were at one of those uh, Texas Frightmare Fests. They were doing a thing where if you sign up, then you get like free socks, like for Shutter <laughs> socks. And I was like, fuck yeah, these socks are awesome. So I signed up for those. And I kept Shutter for a while, but I was really unfortunate. I was frustrated with it because I couldn't watch it. You know, I'm a lazy dude. I want it on my like devices. Right. Uh, and I don't have a Fire Stick, so I a PlayStation or an Xbox. And they've been talking about it for a while where they're like, oh, yeah, the uh, app's on its way. And it just never came, so I just right. canceled it. Because it was just like I only got to watch it when I was at, like sitting at my computer, and I didn't want to do all that. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, I, I well, I, I pretty much just watch it on the Fire Stick anyway because I don't like watching things out in the world really. You know, it's, it's the sc- the screen's too small, my head's bent over, and I'm, I'm squinting. And yeah, I'll just wait till I get home and get more of like a theater experience. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got in the first movie that I watched on that, by the way. <laughs> good old Escape from the Bronx, otherwise known uh-huh. as Escape 2000 uh, from MST3K. Yeah. <laughs> That's a trilogy. I found out, and if what? Shutter still has it, like they had like all three movies. It was Bronx Warriors. So there's Escape from the Bronx, which is also known as Bronx Warriors and Escape 2000. But like, it's a sequel to like the Bronx Warrior. It's weird. So the originals, yeah, look it up, Bronx Warriors or something like that. You can find that on. It, it was on Shutter. I don't see why you would get off of it. I don't think anyone's gonna really fight the rights on this one. Right. <laughs> But yeah, it was like a trilogy of movies all around trash or whatever. That one, the, the <laughs> weird ass main character. Well, oh. before I finish that, I have to finish Robo Vampire trilogy. My God, I, I forgot that, there's <laughs> that. That movie. Maybe they're still introducing characters throughout the. Trilogy. <laughs> That's why they had to make three movies. Right. And then they're gonna have everyone's backstories. <laughs> like everyone's gonna get like it's gonna, like the Avengers of films. Everyone's gonna get their own side story. <laughs> but yeah, uh, just a few more. We're probably gonna save uh, Black Christmas for uh, Christmas Day, also. Okay. Uh, actually, the the remake of Black Christmas, I, we, we tend to like that one a bit more than the original, and we yeah. are in the great minority when it comes to that movie. And like, Man, I don't think I've seen the remake. the remake more than the original. Because the the original, I, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But the the remake is just more splatter and more just uh more of a slasher movie, you know. And, okay, I and, get down with that. Yeah, there's the whole mystique of the first one, but I mean, it, it leaves you off at the end, and kind of wanting more. And this mm-hmm. one gives you everything that you need, and I I just tend to enjoy it. And there's more laugh out loud moments, and there's more all right kind of moments, you know, like hey, good, you know, and yeah bitch wants to live moments and yeah so it's <laughs> man i'm <laughs> so gonna have to a, yeah i'm adding this to the list i actually saw it in the theater when it came out too nice <laughs> why didn't you tell me i was still living in chicago come on man oh yeah that's right it was Were probably you, one did, of your the, when you did you go to shitty north and see it <laughs> yeah yeah i think one so of those yeah. all day movie events i've done a couple of those with you <laughs> oh man <laughs> 
Nine to nine, baby. Now, did we see our movie of the week uh, in the theater together? Did uh, you no, us? but we did watch it together. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> we watched it after when I got it on Blu-ray when they had the unrated version or something like that. And oh. I remember everyone, like it was you, me, and Grunwald, uh, our good friend uh, Kevin Grunwald. We all watched them together. And like I said, we couldn't stop laughing because oh. it was so ridiculous. Yeah, and it's not even a Christmas movie. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, usually a lot of these podcasts will do like Christmas themed like shows and stuff. Right. I don't know, man. Uh, there's, there's a lot of red. Damn, yeah, true. <laughs> but uh, nah, I, I just think I, I'm going to stick to my plan here and just keep doing the movies I kind of want to do. Yeah. Because, um, you know, every every holiday will come up and be like, oh, Valentine's Day, which one, which Valentine's movie will do now? Or it's Halloween, which Halloween movie? And on and on and on. And you can only do fucking Leprechaun so many times for... Uh, we know. Patrick's Day, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I just kind of like to just keep going in a, in a direction where it doesn't necessarily have to coincide with the release of a movie, which, unfortunately, this movie um, is going to get another sequel uh, I was hoping this would be the last of this movie. Well, the movie of the week is is Rambo, the 2008 Rambo. So yes, yes. Um, so I was hoping it would. Um, but as you see, like yeah, another sequel's coming out for that movie. Interesting. Yeah, because and it looks like it takes off right from where this one ends. It's like Rambo hanging out with his dad on the farm somewhere, and mm-hmm. all I've seen is just a promotional video, uh, a picture of it. And it's of Stallone, and he's got, like, a cowboy hat on, and, like, one of the... Remember that coat Grunwald used to wear all the time? (laughs) (laughs) The one that, like, he lost the map. Like, he just had papers in. Like, he just had random pieces of paper in each pocket. (laughs) Right, yeah, yeah. And it it wasn't, like, the liner inside a map also, though. (laughs) It was something... Dude, it was a shit show of a jacket. I remember at one point... Uh, John, our other friend, like commandeered the jacket. He made him take it off because there, we lost a map going to Wisconsin. We made a six-hour <laughs> trip for 12 hours because we were on the other side of the state somehow because we missed a spot. And Grunwald <laughs> lost the map, but he didn't exactly lose it. It was somewhere in that jacket. So we had to like commandeer it. Like there was so many hidden pockets. There was so many pieces of paper that didn't make sense. There was like stuff from high school. And we were already like two years graduated at this point. Or he was three. <laughs> So it just it man yeah it was like ten degrees in Wisconsin and he lost his jacket because of it. <laughs> <laughs> there was it was uh, they call it the Lone Star jacket because he's yeah. like Lone Star from uh, Spaceballs. Mm-hmm. It was like a brownish leatherish kind of deal. Yeah, that whatever whatever material that is, you know, usually see like spinsters wearing those <laughs> coats. You know. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's Grunwald. <laughs> yep. The twenty-year, twenty-one-year-old spinster woman. <laughs> All right, so let's get into our movie of the week here. It is the two thousand eight Rambo, directed by Sly Stallone. Also, <laughs> yeah, that's written by Sly Stallone too. Dude. I'm sure he just did some rewrites, but who knows? But uh, the movie starts off with some actual real footage of uh, Burma, where this takes place. Mm-hmm. And it's like a real dead bodies and stuff. <laughs> and just yeah. to start your movie out that it, like a traces of death movie is <laughs> ballsy, you know? Yeah. Um, so we, we get the whole backstory of Burma and everything. And then mm-hmm. 
we're introduced to a scene of like these uh, these soldiers, and they let out these prisoners into like this rice paddy, and these soldiers start throwing out landmines in the middle of this water-soaked rice paddy, and then they make the prisoners cross, run across to the other side, mm-hmm. and of course one of them steps on the landmine and blows into bits and. The other people make it across, but they ended up just killing them anyway. Yeah. So, and the movie's just setting us up for something really brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, now, with the brutality, I'll also say, like, back in 2008 and even earlier than that, a lot of stuff was censored. Like, little things, too. Like, um, I want to say History of Violence. That movie mm-hmm. was originally given an NC-17 rating primarily for one scene and it wasn't even for what they showed it was just from what you heard mm-hmm. and i believe it was like a neck breaking scene and uh the vigo mortensen character just breaks a guy's neck and it makes a really gnarly sound and i guess it offended people and they were like no this is nc-17 and they took the sound out and it was rated r and it's just it's just silly to me now that a movie that came out in 2008 was just so brutal and was not really doesn't seem like it was cut at all no because i mean they're it's it's right up there you've seen blown off limbs you see kids getting murdered that's yeah i was gonna point that out man i've had my notes like the kids getting murdered is definitely next level shit because no one does that so that just sets us up and then our next scene is of um of Rambo, uh, played by Sly Stallone, of course. He's looking, you know, he's not looking too bad in this movie. He's, you know, his, you ever play that, um, the Nintendo Rambo game? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that game? Yeah, he's starting to look more like his 8-bit self. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think he's starting to look more and more like Tommy Wiseau. But, like, like if Tommy Wiseau took, like, the, the secret ooze from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 and turned into, like... <laughs> Super Wasso, it would have been like Stallone's Rambo. <laughs> like same haircut, like weird mullet kind of deal. Very beat up face, one eye lower than the other. Like it was it was hard to look at. Oh, hi, Tokar. Oh, hi, Razar. <laughs> oh, hey, fuck off, all right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so Rambo, he's hunting snakes and he's fishing, but he's not fishing with a fishing pole. He's fishing yeah. with a, a bow and arrow. <laughs> It's like, oh, it's ridiculous, man. And I don't even know if this is a callback to uh, Rambo 2, mm-hmm. when he um, he gets that bow and arrow and he gets the explosive tips on the arrows. Yeah. And, he, and he's just blowing shit up in that movie. And then there's that one officer, like the main kind of bad guy in that movie. Lieutenant A. Yeah. <laughs> that guy, like, I, I just remember the scene is of that lieutenant dude just firing his pistol and missing every shot at Rambo and Rambo's just taking his time, you know, you know, getting that arrow and he fires it off and just blows that dude to bits. <laughs> so he's kind of slowed his roll now, you know, he's just shooting arrows at fish. Oh, just to keep, you know, he's just keeping accurate, you know? Yep. Man. Yeah. got to kill something, right? Too bad. He didn't have the explosive tips too. He just <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, uh, catch more fish. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's jump now. We're gonna get the bigger fish. 
<laughs> he had like 10 lines in this whole movie and all of them needed like subtitles for the most. <laughs> Unless you're watching this movie at like volume 20 because his voice is basically mumbling the whole movie, but every action sequence is super loud. So right. it's and, so hard to balance. And all of his lines are just four, four words, you know, like are just responses to every, every other character. Uh, fuck off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You go to Burma. <laughs> no more than five words, I swear. Yeah, the biggest, the biggest line, and it must have taken him forever to to learn it was "live for nothing or die for something." Yeah, I know. It's like, uh, who? Yeah, you know, I can really see Stallone writing the script for this now after that oh, line. Great. <laughs> Although you know he did write Rocky, I can't give him too much shit. But then he was just yeah. writing for himself again anyway. So yeah, yeah exactly. Um, then we we see that Rambo is now in like this, he's in Burma, you know, he's living in like this kind of tourist trappy snake place where they, you know, they, uh, they, they train these cobras to do tricks and stuff. And they have like this announcer dude, do, do the impression of the announcer, please. Oh, wow. King Cobra. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and this guy just is like, he's. This announcer's having, like, the worst time at his job announcing, like, a snake-taming thing exercise. He's just totally not into it. Rambo finally comes in. The, the owner's like, you know, hey, no, we need pythons. He's fucking with Rambo. And then Rambo's just like, uh, fuck off, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good talking to your boss that way. Jerk. That was, I think that was his, like, first line in the whole movie, too. Yeah, <laughs> it was Fuck off, English. all right? <laughs> God, what a way to start a movie. <laughs> yeah. So he's working. He's, you know, putting snakes in the traps. And then there's these missionaries who come up to him and they're like, hey, we heard you can get us up river, up to Burma. You know, we had these, these people need medicine. There's landmines everywhere in Burma. Their legs are all blown off. Yada, yada. And um, Rambo's like, uh, no, I'm not going up there. Fuck you. <laughs> Until... Um, Julie Benz, his character. We all know Julie Benz from Dexter and um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and some other movies here and there. Uh, she asks Rambo, you know, hey, you know, once again, please help us. We really, you know, this is what I do for a living. We're here to help. And he's still like, no. And then Rambo, uh, after that, the missionaries leave and, you know, he um, he starts having like these. No, actually, that's later. Um he actually, uh, I believe, after that, he's on his boat and he's raining. He's, like, reminiscing about something. And then Julie Ben's character is there also, and he runs into her, and she asks him again. And he finally agrees to take mm -hmm. them up the river, up to Burma. And after that, we see him. He's, like, uh, uh, making a big fucking machete, right? Yeah. Yeah. Away at it, you know, like he's... Conan or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, you know, I guess you just can never, ever, you know, get over that Arnold Schwarzenegger hump, you know, always trying mm -hmm. to do the same thing. You ever hear that one funny story um, about how Arnold's tricked uh, uh, Stallone into doing uh, Stop or My Mom Will Shoot? <laughs> no, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, there's a story about that, how he, he was, like, talking up this role about, you know, doing this movie, and he was with Stallone at the time, and 
I, I believe Stallone kind of went and took that role over him. And Arnold was like, yeah, I never really wanted that role anyway. And it was a horrible <laughs> fucking movie. Fucking think about that. There, Estelle Getty. <laughs> so, yeah, think about Estelle Getty and Arnold. That's weird. <laughs> that would have been so much better. Stop when my mother will shoot. <laughs> <laughs> like how is that gonna like how is she gonna be able to play that off like old like Estelle Getty trying to fake an Austrian accent because how the fuck is your son gonna have an Austrian accent but you aren't <laughs> so, like it's not that that's not how life works <laughs> <laughs> alright so um, Stallone starts taking him up the river and you know she they're, these missionaries are doing their whole babble about you know saving lives and every life is precious and Stallone's like not saying much and he's just driving his boat <laughs> yeah and they uh, come across some pirates mm-hmm. and Stallone goes Burmese pirates <laughs> and I'm like why don't you just call them pirates man <laughs> hey, we're, we're in Burma okay you don't need to call them Burmese pirates yeah it's not like they're Canadian or <laughs> <laughs> But the, the pirates end up catching him, and yeah. Stallone's like, hey, duck down, let me talk to him, we'll kill you. And then and the pirates come up, and they find out that Julie Benz is on the boat, so they want to take Julie Benz away and all their money and everything and probably kill all of them. Yeah. But Stallone pulls some Rambo shit, and he annihilates about five of those guys in about three seconds. Yeah, it's because he used Deadeye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He played Red Dead Redemption before, and he just blasted everyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, all the people on the boat are scared as shit. They're like, you know, life is precious to them. And yeah, life absolutely is precious. I'm not trying to blow that off or anything. Yeah. They're all fucking freaked out. I mean, I'd be freaked out, too. But mm. if Stallone blew away, like, eight people in front of me, yeah, I'd, I'd be pretty freaked out. <laughs> but he, um, he ends up getting them to, to the village where they need to go. And uh, he takes off on his boat and his crew and... um. You know, tells uh, the uh, Julie Benz character, you know, good luck and everything. And, uh, you know, they exchange pleasantries, and he heads on his way back. He ends up um, going back to that pirate boat and burns it, you know, just to get rid of the evidence. And right, right. Him and goes back to um, his little hut there in um, back in his that little snake town. I guess we'll call it Snake Town. How about that? Mm-hmm. And um, and of snake. course. The um, the Burmese army ends up um, raiding that camp, and they just fucking kill everyone in that camp, man. They annihilate every single person. Um, and, and like we were speaking, we were talking about earlier, they, they killed a few kids, and um, there was just no remorse in this whole scene. And they really did just kill everyone, except Julie Benz and the. A few other people that they captured, and a few other missionaries. They blew some of some of them those guys away too, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, capturing them and and uh, yeah. And after that scene, you know, I was like, wow, this movie's for real. You know, yeah, it's, this movie's fucking brutal. Yeah, it was like, and already at that point, I get, I can't wait to see your kill count because I couldn't keep up. Like it, <laughs> it was tough. It's so hard to keep up. You'd have to sit there and like MST3K it where you have to watch it like three times in a row and keep pausing and just figuring it out. But man, yeah, that's, it's a that's tough one. It was. And yeah. I still probably didn't get all of them. This is more my the kill count is more approximate, really. Mm-hmm. And so I'm close at least to the kill count once we get there. <laughs> um so after that scene we we get back into with Rambo again. He starts 
having flashbacks to all the other Rambo movies. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> we need to fill up. We need to make a full 90 minute movie. So we're going to throw a couple minutes of old footage in. Yeah. Might as well. What is this? Silent night, deadly night two. Um, so about 10 days pass from their capture. And this head minister missionary guy comes to Rambo and is like, um, I heard you took these missionaries up there. Uh, I was wondering if you could take a group of mercenaries up there um, to the same spot so they can find these people. We'll pay you a lot of money and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And Rambo is like, well, he starts thinking about the Julie Benz character. And mm-hmm. he's like, okay, I'll go back, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then he starts and he pulls out, you guys, that machete with him, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's... um. And then there's a line that comes up, and it was one of my favorites. And it's when we meet the mercenaries, you know, and they're um... actually, you know, I fucked that up. It's before the mercenaries. He okay. says a line: "When you're pushed, killing is easy as breathing." <laughs> yeah. Okay, you know. <laughs> well, it was like in Burma, dude. <laughs> yeah. Your life. It's but anyway, our merch. Like, he's telling that to like the preacher. I'm like, that's a weird thing to tell. Yeah, I know, man. It's like, dude. <laughs> but after that scene, we get to finally meet the Mercs, and uh, it's a, it's a nice little ragtag group of guys. Uh, the main one is Graham McTavish. He's been in tons of stuff. Uh, most recently, I think he, uh, I think he might even be in some Game of Thrones. Maybe I might. I didn't look up his IMDb, but he might be. Okay. Um, but he's the guy who's fucking with Stallone the whole time on the boat. <laughs> he's yeah. like, like can't this thing go any faster? Because <laughs> fucking British John Locke. <laughs> yeah, he is. He was. He is. That's a perfect example of his character. <laughs> but you got to say though, that boat is going awfully fucking slow. It was. <laughs> he's like, I can get out and swim faster than this. Oh man. Dude, and well, uh, it, it didn't help when his like one of the other mercs is like singing some shitty song the whole time. Oh, too. Yeah, that dude. <laughs> I actually looked up that dude, and I believe he went to my high school when he dropped out of there, though. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I knew That's... he was familiar, and I read an article about him when this movie came out ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what I remember. Yeah, was it Reese? Was that the character? Jake Labatz. Yeah, that's that guy. Yeah. Okay. That dude. Um, our mercenaries finally reach their destination uh, after nightfall, even after. And um, Stallone is about to go join them in their hunt for the mercenaries. And the <laughs> the Grand McTavish guy is like telling him, like, you go to the boat, man. You stay with the boat. And, and Stallone just doesn't really say anything. And he yeah. Just, boat <laughs> it's like hey, why put a line in there shit and our uh, mercenaries go out to go find the um the village and of course they find every single person dead even the dogs and animals they were just annihilated mm-hmm. and another little convoy comes no not a convoy a truck filled with a few soldiers and a bunch of prisoners come out and they try to do that same thing again with the landmines they throw them into the the soupy waters out there and have people run across. And it was, I think it was like four people. These soldiers had run across again. 
Yeah. And they made it to the other side and no one died. And all the mercenaries are hiding because they don't want to get caught or maybe, you know, tip off any of the other soldiers. So um, they have the, uh, they're going to have the people start running back again. And all of a sudden Rambo's there to the rescue and he annihilates three dudes with, you know, uh, the bow and arrow. Mm -hmm. And that's his, his weapon of choice until like right now. And then that's it with the bow and arrow. Um, he ends up, you know, uh, you know, joining the group. He gets in the face of the of the the um, McTavish McTavish guy. Um, they all start following Stallone, and uh, one of the other guys with them is a sniper. Mm-hmm. Schoolboy. Schoolboy. Yeah. <laughs> he ends up kind of, you know, siding with Rambo on a lot of the decisions and everything, and he, he kind of he 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 sees something in Rambo that no one else does. He kind of he. He can feel that Rambo is a badass. You you can see you can uh, he can tell that. Go figure. The guy who went to college was able to listen to reason. <laughs> yeah, I know. No shit. <laughs> Meanwhile, Graham McTavish or Lewis, he's like, ah, oh, fuck it all. Just want to shoot. <laughs> uh, the mercenaries end up making it to the uh, encampments of the, the that army, and there's a hundred soldiers, from what we've heard. I think there was more because the fucking kill count goes way over that in the, the last 20 minutes of the movie. So the whole mercenary crew end up getting a few of the missionaries and the prisoners out of that whole settlement. And it, it was raining and shitty and everything. And like the main captain or general of this group, uh, I guess he likes boys. So he um, ends up. Um, you know, having a, a young man uh, for the night while um, all these other mercenaries are breaking people free. And there's like this big uh, where they have some of the captured women up on stage doing that silly dance. And then they're all mm-hmm. getting crazy and then all hell breaks out there. So luckily, all these mercenaries had cover going on while they had all these people escape. And they're, yeah. you know, they were able to get away without too many kills and without anyone really noticing. Mm-hmm. At least until morning, yeah. At least until morning, which came up pretty quick, right? And that's that was a weird thing too. He's like, yeah, it's like fully raining, fully dark, and he's like, yeah, sun's up in an hour. What the fuck? <laughs> is How the hell do you know, you goddamn meteorologist? <laughs> um, and and the thing about that that scene where the little boy or not, the young boy is walking away from the house. I was like, that's a little bit weird to kind of throw that in there. Is that their own? Because they really gave this guy no character. Like, he, no. Didn't even, he didn't even have speaking lines up until, like, after that scene. And so right. it's like, it's really weird. That's like, that's the first thing we really learn about him. Right. Is that he's, like, in the closet, like, homosexual and ch- pedophile. Right, yeah. So it's really, it's just a strange scene to put in the movie. I know there wasn't much editing done here. But it was just... <laughs> I don't understand what they were trying to go for with that. Like what message they were sending. It was just awkward. Right. Um, now this scene also features the best throat rip yes. since Roadhouse. I was thinking the same thing. It was in my yes, notes. Dude. <laughs> so this, this one of the soldiers like, decides that he wants to get some action from the Julie Benz character that's been captured. And he goes to her cage and brings her to his room and he's, He's about to have his way with her, and then Rambo's there and just fucking rips his throat out, man. <laughs> oh, it's so, so good. 
<laughs> it took a little bit more effort. It wasn't as easy as Swayze made it seem in the 80s. This throat was a little harder to rip, but it seemed more yeah. genuine. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess it was a little more genuine. <laughs> I will say this about the special effects in this movie, and it became real obvious at the end with the huge, like, what, half an hour action scene. But like the digital effects, I was watching yes. it in 1080p. Obviously, when this yes. came out in 2008, we would be lucky to see anything like that. Uh, but nowadays it's very detailed so i'm watching these scenes and stuff that's going is very digital in the newest yes. oh. i i noticed that too and i i didn't notice it all that much in the theater when i saw it but mm-hmm. now since i watched it last night yeah i noticed a lot of it more yeah and it, it stood out and then yeah it, it needs to be touched up a bit man it, <laughs> it does not very good like any arrow that hit somebody, like as they were still moving, it just it was like a yeah. shittily drawn thing. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, but yeah, I mean that like I said, I can understand. It was two thousand eight and they didn't expect definition to be this high, I guess, at this point. Right. And exactly. Also, man, I mean the budget couldn't have been too big on this film, and they spent so much of it on explosives and squibs and like yes. all kinds of like just blood. <laughs> a lot of practical effects which you got to give him credit for in that at least yeah oh absolutely you know this uh, stallone isn't a bad filmmaker he is not no this movie uh, is not bad it's actually a really good action movie mm-hmm. um, yes there's not too much plot and, and but who gives a fuck though you, if this was out in the 80s it would have been perfect because that's exactly what an 80s movie was like there's barely any plot Right, you didn't really need it, and you don't need a big plot for this movie either. And how many more plots do we need for Rambo anyway? Yeah. Like, how far can this character go? Now they're making that part five, and I'm just like, oh, whatever. I mean, maybe he'll get 20 lines in this one. Who knows? <laughs> double, his, uh, double his lines. Who knows? And you're right. It's You you go to these just like you go to see Friday the 13 movies. You don't go to cheer on the teens. <laughs> you go oh. to see Jason kill some motherfuckers. Right, exactly. And this was fan service as fuck. (laughs) It was. Yes. And it's what the lad, the Rambo movies before it should have totally been too. Yeah. And there kind of were, but they weren't as violent. Mm -hmm. Uh, So our characters get away in two different groups. Uh, You have the more the mercenaries and a couple of the um, missionaries escape because, uh, Rambo took a little longer to get the Julie Benz character out of there. So those guys ended up leaving, but Julie Benz, schoolboy, and Rambo escape a little later. Right. And good for them because the other guys ended up getting captured too. Mm-hmm. Um, so they find out that the others were captured. No, actually, you know what? I fucked that up. Um, Rambo, uh, he knows that the bad guys are coming for him. Yeah, they so, heard the dogs barking. Yeah, you can hear dogs barking, and he tells Schoolboy to uh, take a shot. And Schoolboy's like, what? Take a shot! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your Rambo has improved over the years. <laughs> yeah, so uh, uh, the sniper shoots off his Barrett fifty caliber, which are oh. loud as fuck, man. Yeah. If you ever played Call of Duty, you'll know. <laughs> And the um, Rambo, like, rips a piece of Julie Benz's um, shirt off to get this, her scent. And he, mm-hmm. like, ties around his shoe and he starts booking, right? And earlier on in the movie, 
the uh, mercenaries on their way to the village see a old World War II bomb that never exploded out just in the middle of this forest. Mm-hmm. And so he ends up leading the army back to this bomb, and Schoolboy gave him a claymore, and he puts that claymore into, like, underneath the bomb, and he tied the little cloth to the claymore, so when the, they pulled the cloth, the claymore would go off. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the dogs find the, the cloth, and the bad guys end up next to the bomb, and then kablooey that blows up about 30 guys right there yep yep and rambo runs you know and he makes his way <laughs> he gets away from the bomb and of course that alerts every single person mm-hmm. and, and including a boat too <laughs> and they all descend upon the mercenaries and, they, and the mercenaries get captured and stallone uh, actually, the um, the sniper and Julie Benz see that they're captured and they're far away and there's really nothing they can do about it. So they just kind of yeah. sit back while the, the mercenaries and missionaries are getting the piss kicked out of them by the general and all his cohorts. Tons of, I mean, he's got tons of soldiers there. There must be like uh, over 100. And from there, we see that these guys are about to get assassinated. And there's a Jeep with like a, a, a 50 cal turret gun on it. And of course, Rambo comes up behind the Jeep turret guy and just cuts his head right off. Yeah. <laughs> Decapitates the dude with the machete he made earlier. Mm-hmm. Gets on the, the 50 cal, explodes the, the driver of the Jeep, and then just starts to lay out every single person that he can see <laughs> in the army. The sniper starts blasting people. The mercenaries get away. They start blasting people, and it's just a shit show. Um, some of the rebels from around, they show up and start fighting with them. Yeah. Yeah, which is cool. Like you over know? the hill. Yeah, you just see them all running in. I was like, oh, shit, cool. Yeah, it was like fucking Dynasty Warriors, but with guns. <laughs> I killed an officer. <laughs> I killed an officer. <laughs> oh good times so and that's pretty much it Rambo he explodes above 40 more people uh, a couple of the mercenaries die a couple of the missionaries die Julie Benz gets out one of the other missionaries gets out um, the Grand McTavish character makes it too but he gets pretty fucked up though <laughs> he, yeah he, he fucked he, up he, his leg by a, by a line yeah um, that's it and then uh, Rambo goes home. He, uh, <laughs> what a weird fucking ending, right? I know. Like, she doesn't really thank him. They just like look at each other like fucking Lord of the Rings from across the room. Yeah. It just <laughs> makes some eye contact and then fucking weirdo fucking Rambo hits the road. <laughs> <laughs> weirdo Rambo. <laughs> yeah, because what a fucking weird look at the end of that. Like seriously, it looked like Samwise Gamgee trying to fuck Frodo. Like he looked at her like. Yeah. Uh, I did a good thing for you. And he just kept his hand there. It was just really weird to watch. They they really extended that too long. <laughs> hey, uh, you want to go fishing? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh, God. All right, kill counts. 187. Oh, I knew it was going to be just under 200. Oh, 187, man. man. Yeah, that's how, <laughs> that's how many I counted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I tried to keep up. I gave up about 30, 40. When they got to the village and just started offing people, I was yeah. like, I, I'm done. 
I can't. Yep. That's when it got tough right there, the yeah, village. Thank you for your service, Larry. <laughs> uh, no problem, no problem. Six breasts, no penises. Yeah. Um, and that's really about it, man. This is, I, I give this movie an A. It gives you exactly what you're looking for in a Rambo movie and what a Rambo movie should be from the second one out. The first yeah. one, yeah, it's different from the other ones. It's, um, it, it's, it's completely different. Mm-hmm. And the other ones are war movies. This one's about a guy coming home and, and, all that. It's a whole different story. This one is a, a war in foreign places other than a war at home. Right. And and at the end of this one, he ends up going back home after however many years uh, after the first one. 30. Yeah. Thir- I was going to say, like 30, it had to be at least 30 years. Right. And you know what? I think Brian Denny, he's still alive too, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, Brian Denny. No, well, let's find out. <laughs> yeah. Don't you find it's out? 2018, man. Who knows? Everyone's like low key dying. <laughs> yeah. What the hell, man? <laughs> Brian Dennehy. Uh, let's see here. Still alive. Yeah. yeah. All right, Denny. Oh man, he's pushing up there though, man. He's uh, let's see, 80. So yeah, he's he can still do things at 80. I mean, knowing Brian Dennehy, he could at least do his sitting role. <laughs> go well, get me a beer rambo <laughs> seagal just does sitting rolls from now <laughs> yeah because have you seen him? <laughs> oh man he's gotten that's why he wears all those kimonos to hide that fucking gut <laughs> you ever see him run oh it's terrible you'd always he's... do the fucking t-1000 thing where you'd like straight yeah out... yeah the t-1000 thing if his wrists were broken <laughs> and then he broke his own wrist. It was he had a, he had a quota to reach it above the law. Yeah, he, he hit his own wrist with a pull cue. Yeah, he's like, I still need two more wrists to break in this movie. Crack, crack. There we go. Yeah, Let's run. Quota. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn, Steve uh, Uh, what grade do you give this movie? I give it. You know what? It, like, it's, like we both said, it's fan service, man. I give this an A for effort on what it was trying to accomplish. The story yeah. was diluted as fuck, but really, once again, I don't think anyone expected a story in Rambo. Even I say later on, a couple of years later, with the Expendables, we're lucky we got that story <laughs> because. <laughs> I mean, I think this did what exactly it needed to do. People wanted to see an action movie. They wanted to see blood, violence, and craziness, and they got it. I mean, this yeah. is... And then on one hand, it's kind of a bit of a social commentary. It's like, yeah, this shit's really going on in Burma. You should probably right. raise awareness. I mean, it's weird, you know, to see... To have Sylvester Stallone have to break it to you, but... Right, right, right. But I think in the end, it's just a, it's just a movie with... Just a like a popcorn movie. Just sit down, possibly do something to enhance your senses. <laughs> <laughs> Be it alcohol or some yeah, some other drug. Of, <clears throat> yeah, I got you. I I, I understand. I, I see what you're smoking or or smelling <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, just and then just enjoy it and just like I like I said from the get go. Even in 2008, we laughed our asses off watching this movie, <laughs> and I could still laugh knowing how fucking ridiculous this movie is. Like, I don't think there's been a movie since besides the Expendable series, which once again, same guys. So uh, it's understandable. But no one pushes the envelope when it comes to crazy fucking violence like Sylvester right. Stallone. Right. It's not even the 80s, man. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> Uwe Boll. Maybe Uwe Boll. But like, he doesn't have a big enough budget to get away with it. Oh, yeah. Ugh. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> same same story wise, just not not enough good action. Right, exactly. All right, well, man, thanks a lot for coming on for this yeah. very special holiday episode. Thank you for having me, man. I love I, I, I always love being on here. I mean, like I said, we get to watch the best movies. <laughs> we we right. still have to go through all of those uh, 150... Uh, Godfrey Home movies, yeah. Godfrey Home. <laughs> that could be its own <laughs> podcast series. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Maybe we next. We gotta get through it because we have to make 150 episodes, and then we gotta hit episode 151. We have to get an interview with Godfrey Ho. <laughs> yeah, we gotta do before he dies. Yeah, so we've got like six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Start watching. Shit. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll definitely have you on more now. I'm getting a little better with Skype and all this, you know, computers yeah. and shit. It's always fun being on this show. I love it, and I hope a lot more people. I hope you get a lot more listens and I hope you rise and just destroy the world. <laughs> like Rambo did in fucking Rambo. Gotcha. Yeah. You're, you're doing Rambo's work here, man. You're just, you're, you're just, you're doing the hard work. Nobody's going to sit there and do a kill count. Nobody's going to. Oh yeah. Well, and the final kill of the movie too is, I remember we were talking about that machete and mm-hmm. he ends up slicing, uh, the general nearly. A. In half. <laughs> <laughs> and it's literally general a, Hey, and he, and he slinks down the, the little hill there and just, yeah. It's a See, final kill. Now, in 2008, percent. that looked so fucking brutal. That now, did, yeah. Today, when I, or when I watched it, like, you could see, it was like, it was Photoshop blacked out. Yeah. It, yeah. Like I said, that hasn't aged. Yeah, you gotta watch this movie on VHS or something. I mean, you'll get a better experience out of it. Yeah, watch it on a lo-fi TV. <laughs> Awesome, man. Thanks for stopping by. We'll definitely have you on again. And have a happy holidays. Bye, buddy.